your new home for podcasts and original music. The Sacknif One Radio Network. Nick Saban does not play anybody less than his. He doesn't put anybody less on the field than his very best player. Bama does what Bama do. Um, I heard a noise. My bad. Somebody just left it on. <laughs> left it on my step, uh, that Colorado defense is definitely underrated, but he, they ended up pulling it out late. Uh, they have one of the players to watch for, uh, Isaiah Spiller. Oh, it, it's better. It's better now. Trust me. Like back in the day, there was at least one murder. <laughs> so, I mean, it's better now. Realize that you're not doing anything to pressure cases by getting me to go down there. No, nah, man, come on down there. It was only one you know? Yeah, they only averaging one murder a year. And shout out to Florida. They're playing them this Saturday. Number 11 ranked Florida playing number one Alabama. So I think that's going to be a high scoring game. And wow. Well played, Colin. Well played. I did not see that one coming. <laughs> you, get, you, get, you get a double finger point, one for me and one for Sean. You know, you get deep. Here we go. Get your popcorn ready. Cool. What's the big thing? Hey, gang. How you doing? How you doing? How is everybody doing? It is Thursday, February the 10th, 2022. Welcome to season two, episode two. I know I said it was episode two last week. I got that wrong. Last week was the season premiere. <laughs> It's all right. We got to forgive you, boy. I was a little excited. Welcome to season two, episode two of this week in SEC football. I am your boy, Mr. Fingers, coming to you live from Zagnip Central. That fellow right over there, that guy, the troublemaker, he is the brother from another, the sexy mother, her mother Hubbard. That's my man right there, Colin P. What's good with you, baby? Hey, hey, hey. What it is, showbiz. What's going on, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> you might be, you know, I was going to go ahead and say this. You might be, you're quickly becoming the second hardest. We can't, we can't throw little Sean out there. Sean's the number one. He's the, the hardest working podcast guy. You quickly become a number two, man. You're running oh, up on man. it pretty quickly. Bro, I don't know about all of that. I don't know about all of that. I just like to do what I do. But I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And listen, right. before we go another further, ladies and gentlemen, if you are under the sound of our voices right now, looking at our pretty mug. Look, I'm so pretty. It's so pretty. 23 <laughs> years old, ain't even got a mark on my face. I shook up the world. Let me come back. Let me come back. If you're looking at us right now, listening to the sound of our voice, go ahead and find that like button and click it. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. If you're on Facebook, hit the follow button. If you're on Instagram, well, we don't really do Instagram, but we put little clips up there. But if you're on Insta and you're catching this in the reel, hit the follow button. All of that stuff goes towards getting us boosted, getting us more subscribers, and getting us into the algorithm. And we appreciate you so much for doing so. So, my man, it's, it, it's been not a whole lot, uh, not a whole lot going on football-wise. But my God, shout out yeah. to Uncle Lou. I'm sorry, I did. I, it just came out every time. I can't say that Uncle Lou is a very famous University of Georgia YouTuber. He's got tens upon thousands of subscribers, and he's one of the uh, one of the best SEC YouTubers out there. It's one of the best dog University of Georgia YouTubers out there. Shout out to Uncle Lou. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it again. Let me back it up. Zip 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 zip. zip. My God. <laughs> There's been some craziness going on. Before we get started, got to shout out our sponsor, our number one show sponsor. They sponsor everything from the Rooter to the Tutor and everything in between. 
and so clean like Afro Sheen. DJG Enterprises and Greek gans.com they can hook you up with all of your custom sports gear you want uh they can make it in red and black they can make it in blue and white they can make it in that whatever that funky orange color and dark blue that look like black that auburn wears whatever color you want it in <laughs> they can make it for you they can also make you those beautiful custom afghans i don't know if you can see those down there in the corner but go ahead and hit them up today at www.greekgans.com man we might as well go ahead and jump right into the meat of it because we haven't been able to get away from it. Season's been you know, over. I mean, well, not a good the job. But, uh, been... You thought you thought the uh, the whole uh, Lincoln Riley fiasco was going to be the last. You know, uh, hopefully the last three ring circus that we we would uh, kind of see. But good lord, man, it, well, been it's... more than three rings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, seven more rings. He could be a, a Marvel movie. Uh, uh keeping it good. You know what? Since you mentioned Lincoln Riley, here's where we're gonna go to start it with. Lincoln Riley done done it again, y'all. Lincoln Riley done done it again. I know what I said. It was grammatically correct. If you're from the South, they're like, yeah, that boy said what he said. Um, Lincoln Riley came out of his mouth today. Did you see the story came out uh during a press conference, and he says, Why, no, I didn't I did not steal any, I didn't actively recruit any Oklahoma players and steal them or entice them to come to USC. I just merely got guys out of the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, well, and, it, was, and, it was like it was like the lie he didn't tell. You know, now it's another lie he done told. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. That, well, he hey, look, now he's even. He didn't tell that one lie, but did he did tell this lie? But we Wait, know man. who's listen, Lincoln. We know who's at USC. If you guys haven't been watching, if you have no idea what's going on, Lincoln Riley, whole bunch of cloak and dagger, and a whole bunch of cloak and dagger about him going to coach at Notre Dame or something like that. I'm sorry, going to take the job at LSU. And he says, I'm the coach at Oklahoma University, and you guys just need to get that through your heads. The day after they lost their bowl game, the day after they lost the conference championship, he's on a plane headed to Los Angeles. And on Monday morning, they introduce him as their new coach out at University of Southern California. So that's where the whole thing started. And then their star quarterback, Caleb Williams, says, I might stay. I might transfer. I don't know. And there's whole, this whole will he or one he will. Last week it was revealed that he was going to da, 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 surprise, 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 University surprise. of Southern California. Oh, I'm so shocked. And then <laughs> uh, on top of that, uh, another one of the star players, Mario Williams, their wide receiver, their number one wide receiver, or number, I think he's number two behind Marvin Mims, either number one or number two, decides mm-hmm. to transfer to. Da, 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 da. Do I even dare say it? Somehow or another, he winds up in Los Angeles. The three of them are all, like Lincoln Riley acts like he was just walking down Rodale Drive. And he's like, oh my God, Caleb, what are you doing here? Coach, I heard you was out here. I was just out here checking out the, the Hollywood Walk of the Hollywood Walk of Fame, man. Mom's is over at Man's Chinese Restaurant right now, checking things out. Hey, yo, is that Mario? Hey, yo, is that Mario? Mario, Caleb, Coach, Mario, hey. Hey, why are you here? <laughs> Why you here? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably how it went down, because I mean, you, you know, I mean, that's probably how it went down. I mean, that that, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty much how it went. <laughs> oh man, it's right in Lincoln Riley's mind for sure. <laughs> you want to know something funny? You want to know how how quickly the fan base can turn on you? One oh. year ago, this time, because uh, those of you that don't know, I'm in I'm in Oklahoma City. 
you listen to sports radio, all they talked about was what a quarterback whisperer Lincoln Riley was, what a, how great he was for the program, following in the footsteps of the great Bob Stoops, and how he's going to he's gotten two Heisman Trophy winners and a Heisman finalist at quarterback, and this year's going to be their year, and Spencer Rattler's going to step up, and man, the wheels almost fell off this year, but they still were able to at least get the conference championship, and then they lost there. Uh, and they're like, and uh, now he's gone, and now he's he. I mean, he there was no goodbye, it was like their breakup, it was like a breakup by text. And when you yeah. get the te- and when you get the text, the boyfriend is already halfway across the globe, like there wasn't <laughs> no time to say goodbye, there was no time to process feelings, no nothing. Lincoln was just like, Yeah, I was gonna say, you're in a unique position. I mean, even though you're a Georgia fan, you're out in Oklahoma, so you get to see the uh. The uh, reaction firsthand, you know, I mean, I don't know how many uh, friends of yours out there that uh, you have that are Oklahoma fans, but I mean, you get to see it, you know, eyes on it. And I, I'm sure it is a, a spectacle to be seen how, you know, we we know we know how Georgia fans can be. Some of them, you know what I'm saying, how, how they quickly can turn, you mm-hmm. know, and I, and I guess every every uh, every team has them. But, uh, yeah, you're in a unique spot being out there at OKC, so, or OKC, sorry. Yeah, UKC. What the heck is that? <laughs> My bad. Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Univ- <laughs> University of Kansas City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a junior look. It's like it's, it's like uh, coming to America. It is a very small school. We don't even have a football team. <laughs> the university. Um, <laughs> the University of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, uh, it, you can tell. You can tell almost automatically who is a fan of Texas or OSU, Oklahoma State. Just yeah. by mentioning the name Lincoln Riley and Mixed Company, if they chuckle or giggle, they're definitely not OU fans. You so yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because they definitely want nothing today. They are so done with Lincoln Riley, man. That pro- that program, um, even though they had a rough year this year, had a ton of promise, and now there will always be the question. And it's sad to see because we talked we talked about it beforehand. You know, like we got several uh, football programs have gone through that. You know, what I mean, you got you got Coach O, you got you know uh, uh, you know, Oklahoma. We're talking about now. It's sad to see how these programs are actually on, seem to be on the rise, and then they just—I mean, just there they go, real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. And they like down, down, down. They go. Yeah, Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame to come that to, was a to surprise go to, to me, Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a huge surprise to me. Like, why would you leave a school where they give you? You have you, literally, he's got the keys to the kingdom. He's been yeah. one of the best, one of the best coaches they've had in the last twenty years. I, yeah. I guess I'd have to go back to what Lou Holtz to get close. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he broke Newt Rockney's record. We know Newt Rockney is a god, is the only god bigger than Newt Rockney on campus in South Bend is Touchdown Jesus, period. And, yeah. And so it's, you you broke his record, and then you turn around a few games later and you leave and go to LSU? Hmm. So, I mean, I guess that just goes to show, if you get that pocket, that pocketbook's fat enough, you can get anybody you want to. Ted DiBiase used to say back 40 years ago, everybody's got a price for the million-dollar man. And you know, right. we're finding out just how right that is. Oh, what a call. Right. And, and also, I heard a good one called today's price and yesterday's price. So, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a big one. That is a big one now. Like today's price, not yesterday's price. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got, you got quite possibly the greatest coach in college football history in Nick Saban in Alabama. I can't tell you how much it made my neck hurt just to fix my mouth to say those words, but gotta acknowledge <laughs> the man's gotta acknowledge the man's greatness. Oh, he, he he has yeah. done he's done something in that program that nobody has seen since Bear Bryant. Uh, sure. but you, we, we, we're witnessing we're witnessing right now 
the GOAT of college football coaching in Nick Saban. And yeah. uh, now you've got a coach over here who is his protege, who has built up a program, who has been to two national championships and is now has a 500 record with his win a few weeks ago. I don't know. Ooh. Some teams north northwest of Atlanta. I don't know what team that is. Yeah. But their coach, their coach, he's, you know, he's making six-something million dollars a year. And here you got these two guys are that have never won a national championship. Again, that are making, I believe, ten million and twelve million dollars a year, respectively. Mm-hmm. Hey, because hey, look, if the money's right, they're gonna jump that flight. That's the new saying. <laughs> <laughs> the money's right, they jump that flight. Man, there you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> it's got a ring to it. Absolutely. Hey, they, hey, um, so yeah, Lincoln Riley at it again, and it's only February. I mean, I was telling you on the phone, man. I was like, you know, we, we, I mean, I was kind of thinking we might not have a whole lot to talk about since football's done. Oh Lord, no, <laughs> we've got oh, no. plenty, plenty to, we got plenty to talk about. Hey, not, y'all I mean, keep football that. related, you know, football related outside, football related, but not, you know, not on the field, but outside. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. Great. Day in the yes, morning. yes. Hey, so those of you coaches and players that are doing what you do. Thank you for all of the material. We appreciate it sincerely. Oh, yeah. It's almost like being a comedian and having a slow, uh, slow period writing jokes. And all of a sudden, some man in Florida does something crazy. And the next thing you know, you got 20 minutes worth of material. Oh, man. But moving on, moving on. Those of you just joining us right now at this point in the program, welcome to this week in SEC football. I'm Mr. Fingers. That guy right there is the brother from another, Colin P., originator of the saying, Bama does what Bama do. And, uh, that's my man's right there. And uh, we're here talking college football, SEC style right now. Bro, what would you do if you had a uh, question for you? What would you do if you had $778 million? Seven hundred. I mean, not seven eighty. I mean, like, I don't, you don't give me that extra two million? No, nah, just right at seven. Well, seven. <laughs> seven <laughs> oh, seven. that'd be a lot to do, man. That'd be a lot to do. I mean, I, well, I mean, it's the same same I would do if I hit the lottery. I'd take a million, I would just blow the mess out of it. But, you know, if I'm still good to go, then, you know. I honestly, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. What would you do? I mean, pretty much anything you wanted to do at that point, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm a little older now than I, I'm a little older now than I was in my in my, well, dub. That's good. That's how numbers work, Anthony. But uh, I'm I'm white. I've I've grown a little wiser in my old age. I would be real quiet with it. Nobody would know we had the oh, money. That's for sure. Like, that's for sure. like, like I wouldn't just go to work tomorrow and quit my job. Like, I might work another year, maybe two. And then just you better not. I might be sick. I'll just be sick. I'll be like, hey, I feel like I'm gonna be sick for the next two uh, weeks. But you go, but you burn, you go burn up all your S- FMLA. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know how they say it. If you want to burn all your vacation one time, you might come back and not have a job. Yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I I do it. Very, I, I would I would do it very quietly, just only because of the world that we live in. And um, oh, I sure. mean, I know exactly where my where my money would be invested. I know. Uh, both intangible goods and savings. So I, I got a plan already, brother. I got a plan. Uh, and uh, needless to say, you know, the missus and the kids would be set up nicely. Sure. Uh, but 778, that's almost a billion. Like Cat Williams said, you should be able to kill somebody saying a billion. One billion. One billion. Uh, <laughs> one billion, boo-boo. One billion. Um, but $778 million, that is just under that's just over how much the sec alone as a conference made this past year in revenue 777.8 mm-hmm. 
Yep. They put the point eight on it like it makes a difference. Just round it up to seven seventy. That's why I said like give me seven eighty. I mean, don't even worry about the yeah. seven eighty. It was another two. Seven hundred seventy-seven million point eight million dollars. That is how much they uh in revenue after expenses for the bowl games. Every school will net fifty-four point six mil. Jeez. And that's even easy. though that's not seven hundred seventy-eight million, I could do some damage with fifty-four mil. Like oh, if that's it. what I get and I'm free and clear, I could do some damage with that. Oh, it's, yeah. it's it's still time. Oh, I'm definitely one thing. I'm definitely gonna do. I'm gonna travel. Oh yeah. Well, see, I mean, I'm travel. I, people that have talked to me around here. I mean, we would download just the conversation. If if you hit the million, you know, me and Brady already got it. We already got the line. We got it lined up. Uh, you know, we got everything lined up. We just need to hit the numbers. <laughs> just <laughs> hit the numbers. We got right. a little piece of the puzzle. That's what we got to work on. But a um, little bit no, at a time, right? Exactly. I do something like where's Waldo, but it'd be where's Colin. So I got to log on Facebook every now and then and say, hey, hey, somebody find me. I'll be in a different state. Whatever you find me, you get a check. Uh, I mean, uh, let me you find, find out. You're going to have to. Where's Colin? Not where's Waldo. Oh, come on. Look, come on. Look, come on, man. All we got to do is go over to Finnegan's. No, 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 no. When Colin <laughs> got that $778 million, Colin would not be at Finnegan's. <laughs> no. <laughs> No Finnegan's for you, huh? Maybe every great once in a while. No, I can't even do that because I'll be looking for a check card. I can't even do it now. I'll be, I'll be done with Finnegan's. Oh, come on, man! You mean you wouldn't go down there and throw Sarah? A only, only dollars? if you go back. And, only if you go back on a Wednesday and you go do do that karaoke thing one more time, one more again. You do that at uh, one one more again on a Monday. Yes, sir. Well, we you know what we might be able to work that out. I used to work a karaoke show at a at a bar in Ashburn, Virginia, called. Finnegan's Irish Pub. Uh, what was it before? It was uh, Kirkpatrick's. Kirkpatrick's. That's what it was. It was Kirkpatrick's Irish Pub. It got bought out by uh, the, a chain of uh, a local chain of bars, Finnegan's, and I hosted karaoke there for. I want to say. I mean, seven. Uh, no, I was one of the biggest followers. Is the biggest karaoke show that I know of in in Ashburn or, or Northern Virginia. I mean. You had a huge following, bro. Yeah, that was uh, on Monday night. On a Monday night, we'd have it packed out. We'd be having a good time. But I digress. I don't want to get too wrapped up in all of that. We don't want to go off the beaten path. Of, <laughs> this is SEC football. <laughs> yeah, this is this show does say this week in SEC football, not this week in karaoke. Seven seventy-eight million makes you talk some funny things and get off on. I, I know, right? Seven. Hey, I, I got lost. For, I, I got lo I got lost for a minute. I was. <laughs> <laughs> getting ready to like start singing. Reality. I was getting ready to start singing Diddy. More money, more problems. <laughs> I'd like to find that out. <laughs> yeah, can I just have enough for a minute just to find out what it's like to have more money and more problems? Nah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it depends on how you, you know what, you still got the same problems. You just, oh, yeah. it is what it is. But that's, that's crazy. $54.6 million per school. And all of that money goes into scholarship funds and athletic programs and things like that. And that's I would like to I would actually like to know. I mean, I, I know there's money figures out there, but I mean I like to know how much these schools that play these upper echelon schools, you know, these uh these quote unquote cupcake games or how much they actually get from the other team they're playing, knowing they're gonna receive a uh, you know a butt whooping, but they get money, you know, to kind of soften the blow. You know, I, I, mean, know, I don't know. I, I know Savannah State got uh I forgot who was it played. I think it was Oklahoma State. Went uh -huh. to Savannah and played at Savannah State, right? And uh, I think Savannah State got like two point five mil or something like that. Is that the norm, or do you know? I mean, that, that that's 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 pretty good. I mean, 
considering. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not bad at all, man. Not yeah. bad at all. Well, we're gonna keep this thing moving. We're gonna move on to our next topic. We got a few things to talk about tonight, so we're we're not really trying to blow through them, but we're trying to keep from getting off the beaten path. Those of you just joining us, welcome <laughs> to this week in SEC football. I'm Mr. Fingers. That's Colin. I've said it about three times already, so I just want to know, just in case you forgot, those of you watching, in case you forgot, it's us. Hi, and. Uh, go ahead and take a moment to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, depending on what platform you're watching. If it's Facebook, hit the like and hit a follow. If it's YouTube, hit the like and subscribe. And most of all, please remember to share. Costs you nothing and takes you all of like 3.2 seconds. And that's about how quickly they cut that $777.8 million check to the SEC. Moving on to our next topic. <laughs> oh, man. You like that segue? Um we know Lane. We know Lane Kiffin is a. He likes to start stuff. That we we figured that out already. He oh, likes yeah, to keep. Us, he, he you know hey get your popcorn ready. All kinds of stuff. Like I thought that would be around a lot longer than it was. That kind of lasted. That only lasted about a week, week and a half. Yeah, it's still yeah. part of our intro though. It will be forever immortalized. <laughs> get the popcorn ready. <laughs> get your popcorn ready. Uh, Lane Kiffin said some things about you know potentially. A school in in uh, in a college station paying their kids a lot of money to come and play, and uh, their coach wasn't too happy about it. Uh, the same guy that the same coach that beat was one of two coaches this season to beat Nick Saban in open mm-hmm. combat on the gridiron. Mister Jimbo Fisher, head coach of the Aggies of Texas Agricultural and Mechanical University. For those of you that ever wondered what A and M stood for, that's what it stood for. Uh, those schools mm-hmm. back in the in back in the time when they were founded, before there were so many um, office j- office related jobs, corporate industrial corporate related jobs. A lot of a lot of kids went to school to learn how to be farmers or how to yeah. how to le- how to further their skill in a trade. So they were called agricultural and mechanical and they were shortened to A&M. So if you see any school with A&M in it, it's a fun fact for you today. Mr. Fingers, fun fact, A&M, uh, Texas A&M, FAMU, uh, Florida A&M University, those things. Uh, but Jimbo had a lot to say about what, uh, about what uh, his uh, old buddy Link, uh, Lincoln. Oh my God. I can't get Lincoln Riley off the brain. What Lane Kiffin had to say about it. So let's take a look here and see what uh, Jimbo had to say. There's because a lot of money is being spent and just your here's what I'm gonna say, and this is point blank. This is point blank to the because I hear here's here's my problem. There is no thirty million dollar fund. There is no five million, there is no ten this is garbage. Okay? And it does, it pisses me off. That people and here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. Then everybody runs with it. So it's written on the internet as gospel. How irresponsible is that? You got I'm going to tell you, some of, there's some very reputable writers in college football and sports that wrote it and have said it and have done things. That's unbelievable to me. Some, I, when I first heard it, I laughed. I said, oh, yeah, what a clown. I mean, somebody, I didn't even think anything of it because I don't have social media. And it kept building, and lately I've heard more about it. To me, it's insulting to the players that we recruited that that's why they would come here. You ever been to a game here? You ever come to school here and see the education? You ever talk about the 12th man, the Aggie Network when you're done? There ain't a better university in this country. And it's insulting to what you say. And all these, and we got writers who, who have said it and done it. Off sliced bread, a guy named Sly who made it up. 
Love to see who sliced bread and put it out there with sliced bread. Let me find out where it comes from. And then to have coaches in our leg and across this leg to say it, clown acts. All right? Irresponsible as hell. Multiple coaches in our league. And the guy's griping about NIL, griping about transfer portal, using it the most and bragging about it the most. That's the ironic part. You want character? I'll, trust, I'll take it with any of y'all. It's a joke. It does piss me off. The other thing, when you look at, at, at vice president, I got another one, vice president of Notre Dame. Supposed to be a Rutgers University, right? That's a heck of a person leading a Rutgers University. I'd be real proud if I hired that guy. That's where we're going to stop with that right there. Jimbo had a lot more to say. He really was not uh, too happy. Um, you saw he took the very subtle, not so subtle dig. Not so subtle dig at Lane Kiffin for what Lane had to say. Because Lane was Lane is the main one all up in the transfer portal and guys yeah. with NIL deals. And so he took the subtle dig and said, God, the guys that are doing the most with the NILs, the same ones complaining about it. So... I mean, yeah. I, every time he said sliced bread, I was I was dying. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I, no, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, sliced bread. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> the guy named like, like, sliced bread. Dog, <laughs> like, how, like, yo, yo, bro, how insecure, how insecure are you to the dude named sliced bread can make you go off at a press conference? Like, really? Like, like really? Like, <laughs> not to mention, made him say your name probably three to four times right after, bro. Right. You just, of, you just garnered that guy more oh, yeah. clicks. You know, he's you probably know. got a hundred thousand more followers just after him being up there right now for five minutes. <laughs> man, look, man, look, right, look. The uh, coach Prime would have handled that a whole lot differently. Be like, slice bread, get out of here. I ain't even paying that no more. <laughs> I ain't. And Dion would say, "Yeah, we getting these kids money. That's what we trying to do. We trying to. We not trying to buy them, but the kids need to make the money while they in school." I, that's exactly. not a very I good. Was, I thought that was the point. I mean, like they, you know, they, they, every year they like, hey, likenesses. They, I mean, these kids need to get paid. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say how much it should be or what. I mean, that, that's not for me. That's higher pay grade than I'm. You know that I that I'm. You know that I need. But I just say, well, I need that pay grade. But I'm not. You know, I don't get that pay grade. But I mean, whatever it is, you know, it's not me for me to decide. But I mean, to go and gripe about how. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's. A, there is a ceiling, but I don't. I mean, honestly, you know, they need to get paid for their likeness. That, that's that's. I mean, that's bottom line. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because the month. I mean, you just heard me say every school got fifty four point six million dollars. The conference made three quarters of a billion dollars this year, which yeah. was a hundred and twenty million dollar increase over what they made last year. Right. You right. mean to tell me that these kids can't get a little piece of the money? I mean, it only yeah. makes it only makes sense. It's it's only right. I mean, it's not fair. To have these kids, I, mean, out I can here. kind of, I can kind of understand the understand the flip side of that. You know, when you give them too much money, they get in trouble with it and that kind of stuff and whatever. And yeah, I mean that, that that's that, that but, could be possible. You know, what but, I'm at, saying? but at that point, it's on them, don't you think? Because of course it is. Think about the guys in the league. What what was I? I can't think of the guy. Uh, there's a video that just surfaced, and I did not catch his name, but he spent like ten minutes telling the uh, telling the cop. He's like, man, I can't get arrested. I can't get arrested. That's my career. But he was driving like 120 miles an hour in a 50 mile an hour zone. Like, yeah. wait a minute. You can't get arrested. You deliberately drove almost twice the speed, over twice the, the posted speed limit, yeah. which is reckless with intent, which could be, and depending on what state you're in, you could be charged. It's a felony. Yeah. And you knew you were driving that speed, but you go tell the police officer, please don't arrest me. He tried to play, play the football player card. Now he got away. He got away with it because the cop let him go. Yeah. Uh, 
but we ain't gonna get into that. I'm not even gonna talk about that. But um, still. well, no, I'm just talking about the, the money aspect of it. I mean, I can kind of understand yeah, a little bit of the hesitation because I mean, these are young kids, and they, you know, you throw millions and two millions at them, and you know, that possible. I mean, that they've got to learn or they got to know that they're going to still get in trouble. They got, I mean, they got to be, you know, got to look at, I mean, keep their head on a swivel, you know what I mean? And, and, and you know, act right, you know, they get that money yeah. thrown out of them. That's on oh, yeah. them. Absolutely. What you just said It's on them, you know, at the end of the day, but I mean, I can understand the hesitation, but they need to get, they need to get, uh, they need to get, uh, you know, paid for something for them, like for their likeness being used by, you know, colleges and, and what have you. So. Yes. You're absolutely right. Uh, so, um, hey, bro, I don't know if you heard, but we got, I got news. We got news. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this week in SEC football has some news we'd like to share with you. Uh, we, we follow a goodly amount of people that also do sports blogs and sports vlogs. We did, uh, previously reference, we did previously re- reference world-renowned YouTuber Uncle Lou. Uh, University of Georgia, them dogs, uh, yes, YouTuber, uh, tens upon thousands of followers. Great dude. Um, he's even got a call in show. But uh, I discovered at the start of the football season, I discovered another guy. And uh, at the time I discovered him, he only had about 24, 2,500 followers. And he has, in the span of four months, especially driven by the craziness of this season. And the guy just puts out content, sometimes two to three videos a day. He's he's at least one video daily. Even when he had COVID, he still put out one video a day. Um, and uh, big West Virginia fan. Guy's name is Gold. He goes by the moniker Gold and Blue Dude. Well, guess what? Gold and Blue Dude is joining this week in SEC football next week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, boy. The homie. The homie, Golden Blue Dude. I had a chance to talk with him on the phone today. He's a real laid back, chill kind of guy. He's got a lot of good takes. Um, you could tell he does, you, you know, he you could tell he knows his stuff. Uh, so he's gonna be joining us next week. We are going to be we're gonna talk about just some some of the madness going on in college football in the offseason in general. And on top of that, we're gonna be breaking down uh the 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 different ways that the playoff system can be expanded or changed. He's going to be coming and joining us and sharing that with us. So, oh, that'd be awesome. so and we'll be back on next week. Are we doing Thursday next week or Wednesday next week? Is Thursday better? Thursday's probably better for me, yeah, man. Okay, so we'll be on next Thursday, not Wednesday. He said he could do any day but Friday. So we'll be back on next Thursday with Golden Blue Dude. Actually, we might have to change the day, but we'll get into that later. So anyway. Golden Blue Dude will be joining this week in SEC football next week. Stay tuned and posted for times and brought uh, for broadcast times and all of that stuff. We'll keep you posted. All right. Well, we're going to move into <laughs> I'm flying through these things today, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just a lot to talk about. We get into it. Hey, we've got our opinions. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. I was going to go back and say, Golden Blue Dude, I'd like to see. I'd like to hear his uh, hear his uh, his opinion and his uh, thoughts on the uh, expansion of the playoff system and uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, and obviously, Golden Blue Dude, West Virginia guy, right? So I uh, would like to talk to him about, you know, his his, uh, his fandom of his favorite team. You know, I'm sure it equates to mine and yours to the dog. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll have a lot to say. If, uh, Absolutely. You know, the w absolutely so, bro not to hear that yeah we were talking on the phone today and he was talking about uh 
uh, some game that I needed to watch. And I was like, all right, man, I got to I'm still on the clock. I'll catch up with you later. I got to go because you're ready to go down. This I, was at, I was at that game. I, I don't even want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yes. You know the one I'm talking about. I was too. at that game. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So moving on into our next segment, this next segment brought to you, ladies and gentlemen, by the good folks at Envision Social Media, giving you the power to empower, create and sustain your social media platform. Got problems that you can't figure out why you don't have enough subscribers, why you're not getting enough eyes on your social media, uh, your social media platform. Hit up the folks at www.envisionsocialmedia today and they will get you going. Thank you so much for being a content sponsor of this week in SEC football. Well, as you know, sir, it is the second month of the year, which is uh, synonymous for a lot of things. Um, it's uh, synonymous mainly with Valentine's Day. That's what most folks think about when they think about February. Uh, I do also think uh, President's Day is this month. But for the entire month of February, it is Black History Month. And we, like our fellow Let's Talk Football family of shows, are going to be giving a tribute every week to a Black History figure. We're going to try and keep it SEC-centric. We managed to do it this week. so. This week in SEC football pays tribute to Nate Northington. Now, for those of you who don't know who Nate Northington is, where's the, there we go. For those of you who don't know who Nate Northington is, Nate Northington is the first African-American to play football for an SEC program. I know a lot of you thought that it was uh, Bear Bryant, but no, it was the University of Kentucky. That's right. The Wildcats broke the race barrier. Um, he was an all-state defensive back at Thomas Jefferson High School in Louisville, Kentucky. And he was very highly recruited by Purdue. He had an opportunity to potentially go play with Bob Greasy. But the University of Kentucky wanted this guy so badly that the governor at the all at the all-state athletic banquet, the governor of the of the state of Kentucky pulled him to the side and talked to him about coming to Kentucky and convincing his best friend to come with him. And his best friend's name is Greg Page. So they were both highly recruited. They both enrolled at the University of Kentucky in 1965. Well, come 1967, they had made their way up the roster to where they would get the opportunity to play. And uh, Greg had an injury during practice that, wound up with the, uh, him being paralyzed. And the day before their second game of the season, which is when they were supposed to debut, Greg Page died. And uh, that hit Nate pretty hard. That was his best friend on campus. But he went on to uh, – he went on to – he went on to go and play and play in the next five games. As the first player, this was in 1967, on 9-29-1967, that is when you saw the first African-American player take the gridiron for a Southeastern Conference team. Um, he went on to start that game. Five games later, he would leave. He really couldn't get over his friend's death. He was very depressed, and so he transferred to Western Kentucky University. In 2016, the University of Kentucky unveiled a statue of Northington and Page and Wilbur Hackett and Houston Hogg 
in commemoration. Uh, in 2017, which is the picture that you see right here, the uh, SEC commemorated the 50th anniversary of him playing in his first game with the University of Kentucky. And they unveiled the statues outside the University of Kentucky athletic facility. He was quoted as saying, the adversity we go through will only make us stronger if we persevere, continue on with fierce determination and intestinal fortitude. We must never give up regardless of the struggles that come our way. And there you see the next frame here will be the statues that were unveiled in front of the athletic facility. Um, point of note, his other classmate, Wilbur Hackett, went on to become the first black team captain in any SEC sport in 1969 so ladies and gentlemen wow this week's spotlight in black history nate northington of the university of kentucky man i appreciate that yeah that that, that was awesome I, and no true words have been spoken i mean like that that, he, that guy was uh definitely uh wiser than uh you know than um you know a lot of people today <laughs> you know what I'm saying? to be uh you know oh yeah absolutely and we and we see it all the time I and mean, we've seen We've seen the movies about people that have broken the race barriers. We've seen the movie about Jesse Owens. We've yeah. seen the um, uh, we've seen the movie on Thurgood Marshall. There was um, there was the Jackie Robinson movie. Uh, you know, we we've seen we've seen this. Sure, but this guy here, you know, we've seen the pictures of Ruby Bridges being escorted to school by, mm -hmm. you know, by yeah. um by federal law enforcement officers during the integration right. of schools. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it was, it was surprising to me, like, you know, we were talking before the show, actually, you know, that he went to Kentucky. I mean, that, that, uh, I mean, honestly, did you think he would go, I mean, like, do you think he play, would play for Kentucky? Do you think that would he, uh, before you actually looked all this up, do you think he would have gone to another team or do you think that, uh, well, I well, like I said, he was being heavily courted by Purdue, and at that point, Bob Greasy was quarterback there. And we all know what Bob Greasy went on to do in the league yeah. uh, with with yeah. the Miami Dolphins. Uh, right. Believe he's uh, he's in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. You know, he went on to become yeah, a Hall of Fame quarterback in the NFL. So uh, he was. It, it it just was the governor pulling him to the side and saying, "Hey, look, really need you here, and we really need yeah. your help in making this happen." And he yep. stepped out on that faith. And while he never went on to anything beyond his college football playing days, he never played in the pros. Uh, yeah. He will forever be enshrined in both in black history in college football history and in American right. history as right. uh, a barrier breaker. Yeah. So, and that's cool. They had, I mean, the, 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 had the uh, statues of all the four of them right there. Yeah, uh, and the uh, uh, the other two the other two players Hackett and Hogg were yeah. also uh, they were also recruited at the same time, but they didn't get any playing time until later. So, so uh -huh. Northington was the first player to ever actually take the field. Like they were oh, all, wow. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, and I I wasn't around in the 1960s, but my parents were, and sure. You know, growing up, there were a lot of things that my parents told me how to walk and talk and act because I was born right on the tail. Civil rights, I was born two years after the Civil Rights Act was signed. Mm -hmm. So in light of that fact, 
And then as I learned the history and the things that took place during the civil rights movement, I mean, think about it. You think seven years is not really necessarily all that long a time, right? Yeah. Relative. Yeah, over, yeah. Over, over, this, over the period of time. Think about this. Seven years before I died, John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Hmm. Okay. Two years before I died, Martin and Malcolm were assassinated. Yeah. Three years before I died, Medgar Evers was assassinated. Right. Fifteen years before I was born. Did I say before I died? Oh, my God. I was like, I was going to correct you. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Are you dead yet? I mean, like, am I talking to a ghost? What's going on, bro? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Fifteen years before I was born, people. I'm, I'm here. I, I, I'm alive. I got what you were saying. I got what you were saying. Go ahead. I got what you said. You hear me knocking on wood. 15 years before I was born was uh, Emmett Till, uh, you know, when Emmett Till happened. So that's yeah. not all that long a span of period of time. No, no, uh, no, and, 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 you know, I, I can say with all authority that most of my friends, my, my, my black friends, their parents had that same level of caution that mine had for me because of what they had just seen happen over the span of the last 10 or 15 years. Mm-hmm. So for him to willingly decide i'm going to go to school in kentucky yeah, uh, especially in that time frame yeah you're right absolutely yep yeah so and the school and the school it seems that the school has done right by him and his history has done right by him where that's concerned absolutely so, yeah so tip tip of the cap to mr nate northington yes sir man uh we appreciate your efforts and what you have done because you know without him without him would we have had herschel would we have had bo jackson would we have had uh i i getting ready to rattle off a whole bunch of university of georgia players and i'll stop right there but some of the players yeah. some of those some of those players we saw we see in the sec today that have done what they have done started yeah you might you, you you actually might have started something with me i might have to go back and see who the, the actually first uh african-american player was for georgia and uh I don't know if you actually done that homework yet or not, but I mean that would be no, I have not. But I tell you what, you got next week's this. You got hey, you got next week's uh, this week in Black History moment. How about that? (laughs) How about that? I'll see. see, How about that? Run tell that. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, see what I can pull up. Okay, outstanding, outstanding. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have been having a wonderful show, and we're not going anywhere yet, but. We saved the best, like Vanessa Williams said back in 1989. That's why we saved the best for last. You are dating yourself and myself with you right there, bro. Right away. Wait a minute now. Our parents could have been playing bumping that song back in the day. You never can't tell. I'm just saying. Okay. (laughs) Of of the I am the oldest member of any of the cast members of any of the shows on Let's Talk Football. And yeah, I'm 51 and what of it? And I'm still young. Don't let these gray hair fool you. That's right. Anyway, uh, there's been a story that will not go away, refuses to go away. It's like a bad penny that keeps turning up. Uh, the coach <laughs> at the University of Auburn, Mr. Brian Harrison. Um, we we know the front end of the story where he was just, he was a quarterback at Boise State, had a good career at Boise State. Uh, he became a, a graduate assistant coach after he finished his career as a quarterback at Boise State. Um, He wound up coaching at Arizona State for a little bit. Uh, More on that later. We'll come back around to that. Um, And then he wound up 
going back to Boise State and then winding up at Auburn. At Auburn, the boosters said they'd had enough of Gus Malzahn. If that was the boosters, man. I, you know what? Boosters are both a blessing and a curse. Sure. Yep. We know that at Georgia, man. I mean, honestly, we can we can kind of uh, relate. You know what I mean? We can kind mm-hmm. of relate to that. Not not as much as you know what's going on now, but I mean, we can we can kind of relate to that. Uh, but you know, folks that dump money into your school, you know, when people are used to dumping money into your project, they expect you to have some results, and that's fair. That is fair. But I don't know that the boosters necessarily pay the coach. I don't know how any of that works. But the boosters yeah. can do things like, well, we're going to pull our sponsorship or such and such. And a lot of times boosters are the folks that own the, the guy that owns the car lot, the guy that owns the contracting <laughs> yeah. business, you right. know, the guy that owns the multi-million. He's a multi-million. He and his family are, you know, are the, 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 the female business owner or uh, politician or whatever it is, you know, they, got, they, got, they got have their money. hands somewhere. They have their hands somewhere where they, yeah, they, I mean, they do, they do depend on what the university is and how strong the AD and the chancellor are. They do pull yeah. some strings and I, it's obvious they pull strings at Auburn because the boosters got up in arms over Gus. Next thing we know, Gus was gone and yeah. the boosters. Apparently I can't confirm or deny this. The boosters apparently were the ones that pointed Brian Harson towards the AD and said, here, Take this guy. I can't confirm mm. or deny it, but they apparently had a huge hand in it. And yeah, okay. uh, so they brought him in. And it looked like he was going to do pretty good. I mean, he went 6-2. and two. He kind of almost embarrassed himself in the Georgia State game, but they went 6-2. and two. And um, those two losses that they had early in the season, um, I forgot who those two losses were that they had early in the season. But then they turned around well, and we lost. Huh? Right. One of them was us, right? Yes. One. Yes. Yeah, one one of, oh my God! Are you serious? I, I, yeah, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember one of the teams we beat. Maybe you were on the table. This season. How old you say you were? How old you say? Hold on now. Hold I need. On. I need. I need some ginkgo. I need some ginkgo. One that, of them. That right here, you just said. Hold on now. Hold on. Is it, is it slowly seeking out, seeking out your brain power. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna blame it on handheld device syndrome. My attention yeah. span has grown short. Anyway, they lost two games to two ranked teams, one of which being Georgia at the beginning of the season, and then right. the wheels fell off. Uh, they lost five straight, to include yeah, and, and you know, talking about us doing, do, sorry to cut you off there, no, but no, no, I, remember, I was just saying like, whenever we were we were talking with even Sean, you know, we were talking early in the year we were talking about Auburn being the ones that could potentially take Alabama down. You remember the conversation we had about that? Yes, you know, we did. We said that if Auburn, it, yeah, go ahead. We said if Auburn beat Alabama. Like yeah. It had to be a perfect storm. If Auburn beat Alabama, yeah. then Ole Miss could slide in the back door into the SEC championship. Yeah, and that I mean that that right looking at it right now, I was like, man, what, what I mean, what in the world happened? Because I mean, they, at that time, they were actually looking like the juggernaut, the team that that actually would be the ones that took them down. But man, you talking about those last, you know, the, the last uh, you know five games? I mean, they lost. I mean, it, it started a waterfall, dude. I mean, it's just like they couldn't win. You know, and back to back, back to back losses. Look, back to back losses to South Carolina and uh, Mississippi State. Who, yeah, Miss Carolina is re- Carolina's rebuilding. I think they'll be they'll be decent. I, I I'm gonna go so far as to say that they could potentially. Um, I think they could wind up giving Tennessee a run for their money. I don't know about Kentucky, but I think mm-hmm. they could give wind up giving Tennessee a run for their money this season. We'll see. We'll see what they come yeah. up with, especially. Well, you. they they got Spencer Rattler. It just they're the 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 um 
the factor there is Spencer Rattler. Which Spencer Rattler is going to show up? Right. Is it going to be Spencer Rattler from his first starting season, or is it going to be the one from this past season? Long as he doesn't show up with that chip on his shoulder. But uh, yeah. I mean, and this guy came with creds, man. He's he he won the Sun Belt Conference in 2013 at Arkansas State. He won three Mountain West Conference titles at Boise and five divisional titles. And yeah. he was a finalist for the Broyles Award, which is a big deal. Best best assistant coach in college football. That begs the question: WGA, no WGF over, right? I mean, WGF over. Like right. what, what happened? I mean, like really? Yeah. Fun, uh, fun fact, fun, uh, fun trivia question for you guys. If anybody can answer uh, who it was that actually won the Broyles Award the year that uh, Brian Harson was the runner-up, you will get a big, fat, crisp high five from both of us here <laughs> this week in SEC football. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> you like that? A big, fat, crisp we high five. We ain't we got, got plenty of that's seven hundred seventy-eight million. We ain't got that yet. Get a yeah, we haven't gotten that yet. We're working our way. We're working our way there. I thought you were gonna say five dollar bill. I ain't got no five on it. No, no. I got five on it. Psych. Nope. Um. Nope. <laughs> uh, but but uh, we'll give we'll give we'll give we'll give you a hint though. Um, I don't know. Coaches at school in that town. It's like northwest of Atlanta. That guy, he used to work for uh, Nick Saban, and now he's got his own team. He, he thinks he's big stuff because his team just won a national championship. Anyway, do with that what you will. Go dogs! <laughs> but this guy came in with pedigrees. He was doing good stuff. And, yeah, I mean, there's some unsubstantiated – that there's being some rumors floating around that are unsubstantiated. You think that has a lot to do with it, though? I mean, like all that hearsay he's saying, you know, she's saying, all that kind of stuff with him and the, 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 the other person that's being I talked think- about Here's what I think. His dad was big time. His dad was big time quarterback there. Okay. Okay. Um, so he was his son, not his dad. Bo Nix's dad was was a big time quarterback there. So right, yeah. So I, I Bo was the heir apparent to the throne. Blah blah blah. Um, the 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 wheels fell off the Bo Nix train. Yeah. Early in the season, and coach really didn't do anything to right the ship. No, I didn't. Then then Bo got hurt. Then Bo transfers out. They almost lost Tank. They've lost right. eighteen or twenty some odd players since the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, like I told you, I mean that's twenty. The number I got like just recently, I just pulled up just a minute ago. Uh, twenty players and five assistant coaches. I mean, like now, I mean, how do you write it? How do you write it now, from that? I mean, like, I mean, one like, of the one of those five was fired. That was Mike Bobo, and he's uh, back at Georgia. Um, analyst, yes, sir. Um, but uh, I mean, Derek Mason took a. Almost a half million dollar pay cut to get away from this guy. You know how bad. That's Do you know how bad you want to get away from somebody if you will walk away and leave four hundred thousand dollars on the table? I would yeah. have a hard time walking away from the job if they offered me an extra six grand. Four hundred thousand. Yeah. He walked away from four hundred thousand dollars to get away from this guy. Uh, I mean, the, I, can the offensive I, can coordinator. I can tolerate a lot of situations, a lot of people for four hundred thousand. I can. Tolerate, oh, 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 man. I can tolerate that. <laughs> I can definitely do that. Oh man, look, four hundred thousand dollars to be like, hey man, uh, I ain't liking my job too much, and um, all y'all get on my nerves. So I'm thinking about getting out of here. Be like, well, what if we gave you a four hundred thousand dollar raise? Well, why didn't you I'm say safe. so? Wait, so what time we'll be here tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be here early tomorrow to so make sure I straighten up my desk. Y'all thought I said I was gonna come here early to get my stuff, didn't you? Now I'll, I'll be here early. I was just playing. Psych. Sure. See, candy camera, we got you. I was right, filming a right. TikTok. 
I'm not really going nowhere. I was just playing with y'all. Y'all know I'll be playing. Well, I mean, to be honest, you, gotta be, you, you gotta be honest though. I mean, like six thousand dollars and four hundred thousand uh, dollars. you know, I, I might have reservations about paying for six. Four hundred no, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying me for what I make right now. I would have a hard time leaving six grand on the table. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. He walked away from four hundred thousand dollars. No, I, I put what does that tell you? I put up so a he walked away, and then the offensive coordinator they brought in to replace Mike Bobo was like, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Gone. back home." <laughs> Gone. He just went right. He said, "Nah, it's my y'all stay, Mama. You still got my room like I used to have it. Can I move back in?" That, that there's got to be something yeah. going on there. Um, players are coming yeah. out saying that um, he doesn't relate to players that don't come from much and and uh Ooh, hold on. What, 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 what say that one more time there are some players that have come out and said that he does not relate well with players that don't uh come from good backgrounds like what do you mean like monetary or you talking about like you know uh uh like kids that come from kids that rest records and bringing up you know doing doing criminal type stuff or, no you know, not like, not stuff not stuff like that just kids that are kids that are kids from the hood that happen to be good enough to come play ball at Oh, oh my gosh! I mean, you, you're yeah. not lifting at that point. You're not lifting up people. You just like, all right. I mean, I digress. But I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I have, yeah, I I mean, have a problem with that. You literally the 20 players you've lost. You've literally lost enough kids to almost have a sec of uh, you know your second string first, second string, second string defense and offense. <laughs> both. I was gonna say both sides of the ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. So there's something definitely going on there. And then you know what? I mean, you know what? We'll go ahead and say what the rumor is, but. For record, nothing has been substantiated. Apparently, there was a situation with him and a young lady at Arkansas State, um, and they had a little something going on, and he kind of left under some some hinky circumstances and yeah. uh, and kind of a Bobby Petrino kind of deal. Think Bobby Petrino without the uh, uh, Bobby Petrino without the uh, motorcycle. I was going to um, say that, at least he didn't ride a motorcycle and get wrecked. Right. Get wrecked. Right and so. And so here he comes to 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 uh, to Auburn, and he brings a girl with him and gives her a job. So supposedly he's on stepping out on the misses with this girl, and he gave the girl a job. But no, I no, think was it, was it was it that cheerleader or no? Was it somebody else? I don't do that, dude. I don't know. Like I said, nothing's been proven or substantiated. I, mean, I just, he looked, uh, he looked kind of stuck when that video camera was right on him when they when they won that ball. I can't remember who they won, but I mean. She was all hugging on him and everything, and then he was just like, kind of did the Heisman on her, just kind of like, eh, <laughs> when he saw the camera. Well, well, I put it like this. If he were winning, it wouldn't be an issue because everybody yeah. knew Coach Everybody knew Coach O had issues, but they won a national championship. The only reason that it came up that he should be fired is that they just went in the tank the next year. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, 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 would, that would be – I would disagree with you if that wasn't true, but, yeah, that, that's absolutely – yeah, I got you. Yep. Yeah. If he come in as if he'd come in as a first year coach and won nine games, yeah, his job would be safe. They say, oh yep. well, he's rebuilding, and re and right. managed to retain. Oh, and then on top of this, they didn't sign anybody on signing day last week. You know, I was wondering about that because I actually looked. I didn't see anything, so I was just I was hoping that was a typo. But damn, that's that's crazy. I'm mean, not that's, saying that, I'm I mean, not saying that they didn't get recruits, but they signed the the biggest day of the year where it's like. Like draft day, like like yeah, even when even, even, even Missouri gets passed on, you know that, right? <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you know. 
And with the eighth pick in the SEC draft, Auburn Tigers take nobody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they just took nobody. And um, so I, I, I think that's what it, I think that would just be the icing on the cake. And um, yeah. you were but telling I, me what, I what, now, what was it you, you were telling me about something that you read earlier about how they structured um, the rules with the investigation because the school is now launched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, so now Auburn actually restructured their rule book evidently that the coaches or any kind of uh, any kind of administration there actually has to uh, actually uh, cooperate with uh, with the uh, authorities or whatever in, uh, in the investigation. So evidently he's been, you know, like we were talking about that pleading defense is, you know, doing a, not even cooperating or whatever. But, um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, that that I mean, like I told you before, I thought that was already in the book. Like, I mean, honestly, I guess you can plead the fifth, whatever. It's just in the Constitution. Yeah. I mean, you can do that, but uh, that is your right. But at the same point, you know, I mean, I don't know. That, yeah, that, they, they know something's yeah. going on. They know something's going down if you have to change your rule book to do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, at that point, at that point, you might as well go ahead and just start packing your stuff up, man. Because yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, it, it's, it's now turned turn into a media circus. But what I'm saying is, like, no, no, neither side is, is is giving up. I mean, you look at it, you know, neither side is giving up. So, yeah, I mean, like, came... paying him out, like what we talked about, he's getting paid five and a quarter a year. And you you told me, what, till, till two, 2026, you told me the buyout was what? $18 million. $18 million. So, I mean, like, he's going to get paid. If they fire him money. right now without cause, they have to stroke a check for $18 million. And well, I think I think they're, they're, they're scared. They're scared, they're, scared they're scared of doing that. Because guess what? Guess who else they're still paying? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, Gus, is chilling. Gus, is, <laughs> Gus is chilling in Punta Cana right now. Hell yeah, he is. Absolutely. He's sitting no, on the beach no. somewhere. He's like, sitting he's on like, the beach no, somewhere no, chilling. No salt, like, no yeah. salt. He's somewhere sitting on the on the beach chilling like Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd in 48 hours. Somebody two box around there somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, supposedly, mm-hmm. supposedly, allegedly. So allegedly. they they would have to pay him out eighteen million dollars. They're still paying Gus Malzahn, and then they would have to hire someone else to come in. Now, at this point, who in their right mind would want to take? I mean, at this point, they're not going to get a marquee coach to come there because most of the coaches that were going to make the switch and swap already did it. Kelly's already at Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, the, already, the high uh, already gone, so I mean. Yeah, you know, you got Miami's got a coach. Oregon's got an uh, – Oregon got Dan Lanning. Miami's got Cristobal. Uh, Mel Tucker got locked in at Michigan State. Uh, yeah. Kelly's at Notre Dame. Uh, uh, Mr. Kent, keep his mouth shut, is out in Southern California. So <laughs> um, – and Florida got um, – Napier, I believe it is. Florida got Napier. Yeah, he's actually making he's making moves right now. Napier, yeah, he's doing, he's doing some good so, stuff. So, so where are you? So now, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to start looking at the second tier coaches, or maybe yeah. maybe picking up somebody's uh, assistant coach from somewhere because that's right. that's all they're going to get. They're not going to get a top tier coach. They fire this guy. Auburn may realistically wind up being stuck with I, 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 stuck with Brian Harson for another season and wait and see where the coaching carousel leads. Yeah. I mean, they, they're going to have to bring that checkbook out regardless. I'm afraid though. I mean, they don't have to, they got to pay that cash. I mean, they're already paying it to Gus. Like you said, I mean, they may end up having to pay, you know, 
Well, I I think that I think they're setting everything up so that they can fire him. So they and can fire him. The booster, the booster situation too. I mean, they, they I mean, it's like they got a never-ending supply of money. I mean, you know they do. I mean, they got money coming from everywhere, so coming out of the ears. So I mean, they'll, they'll. I mean, you know, you you never know though. I mean, like it's just it goes back to what we were talking about. Uh, college pro football programs, you know, looking great, looking great, looking great, until they don't. I mean, it's it's just like they. You know, just fall backwards, and it's very, very tough to watch. And you know, it's just hard. I mean, it sucks to see, to be honest with you. For the, I mean, even for the the players that are on those teams, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it goes back to the coaching. Uh, how do you trust coaching and you know the administration or what? You know, whatever it is. So why do you want to play? And then going back to what you said, what what coach wants to coach there? What player wants to play there? You know? Yeah. Because now anybody that you have that you potentially had recruited that was still thinking about going, it's like maybe in their junior year or maybe as a sophomore, you know, they're already quite a courting them and talking to them about maybe coming there. Yeah, like going someplace else. And guess what? And guess who's your guess who your closest guess who your closest conference rival is, your closest uh division rival is. And even if they think that it's too stacked <laughs> over there and they can't get in over there, you got you got Ole Miss, you got Mississippi State, oh, you got oh, Texas, yeah, yeah. you got Texas A and M, you got, you know what I mean. You got mm-hmm. Kentucky, you got Kentucky, you got Georgia. They they can go someplace else and play. They're going to wind up probably losing some recruits if they don't handle this right. That program is going to be in shambles for a little bit. Oh yeah, they may. I don't know. They may end up. I don't know. I won't say Vanderbilt, but I mean they're been close. I mean they're rebuilding on two point oh. It be it would be bad to be honest with you. I don't know how they can write the ship, but. Well, Vanderbilt, you mentioned Vanderbilt. Let's be real about something. Vanderbilt is an academic is a school that's known for that. academics. I understand. And that. their football players. Well, so is Harvard. They play good. I mean, Harvard ain't got a bad football team. Yeah, well, we will see. We'll see. We'll just have to see. So right, so right now, so right now the school has hired its own firm of lawyers. And uh we shall see. I mean, he got back off vacation and uh, crept in the back door. And then somebody figured out that he had crept out the back, crept in the back door. So they posted up on all sides of the building at any particular exit, at, at all the exits. And they just, they waylaid him on his way out. And he just. Are you talking about the SEC? Yeah, at the SEC coaches meeting. Dude, I, I was reading all that. It's like uh, Saban showed up in the Aston Martin. Uh, you know what Kirby showed in? The station. Minivan. 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 It is what it is, but you know Kirby got him an Aston Martin in the garage somewhere. You know, oh absolutely, but you don't flaunt that. Again, he might not. Huh? You know, he's probably got three or four of them, but I mean, he ain't got to flaunt it. You know, get out of grocery getter, you'll be all right. Yeah, right. Man, it's gonna be interesting to see how this thing plays out uh, over the course of. I, I give it. I don't know. I think there could be a decision as soon as this weekend, if not this weekend, by this time next week. That definitely that will be next, a decision. That was be my next thing. You think they're gonna drag it out or they're gonna make a decision? Oh no. I think I think uh I I think they feel like they have found enough whatever they need to get rid of him, which is why they put the clause in there. Like yeah. they I think they already I think they already have the Well they beefed up the, the investigation from what I saw. They beefed it up like not too long ago. They they I mean yeah. like, was yesterday or whatever they did, they, they you know Kind of put a little more, uh, more oomph in the, uh, the the investigation there to see, not not as if they don't have enough already, but I mean, you know, 
for them doing that, I agree with you totally. Because I mean, they 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 think they got something, or they may have something, you know, solid. So they got yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like the it's kind of like that last scene in the it's like that last scene in um, SVU like they used to do back in the day when they actually showed the courtroom trial the trial phase yeah. of the show and right. uh, when uh, it looks like the perpetrator is gonna get off and Barbara all of a sudden goes in his briefcase and pulls out the murder weapon and the guy's face just <laughs> dropped I think they already yeah. have the murder weapon they're yeah. just setting this whole stage up to see what he's gonna say. Right, which is nothing. Who's to say? Who's to say that the boosters haven't gotten to that girl and slid a couple dollars in her pocket? And said, "Listen, just if there's something going on, just talk with these people and let them know what you know. We'll take care yeah. of you. We're just trying to get rid of him." Yeah, and, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, now, I, I can, all I can conjecture, definitely. ladies and gentlemen. We don't know that any of this stuff actually happened between him and the girl. All just this saying. Opinion. Opinion based. It's all just this is this this is the things that we have heard and read that potentially could be the scenario. But what we do know is the program is in shambles. They lost five straight games after an awesome start to the season. He's yeah. lost twenty players. At, he's lost, yeah, he's no, lost right. twenty players. He's yeah. lost five coaches. He's recruited. His recruiting sucks. So I mean, if you go back, even if you go, if, back, to, the, if you go back to the, the our recordings, you know, from me, you, and Sean, sometimes when he showed up. Look what we talked about Auburn. I mean, we all said great things about Auburn. They could be da 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 boom. And then we started, you know, it was gone. Yeah. Like, it was nothing good to say about them after <laughs> after a couple of games. Like, and, and yeah. you know, be funny. I mean, like, actually, funny thing is, I believe all that started happening after we played them, correct? Or was it before us? Uh, apparently, apparently, the, the, the part I mean, of the, 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 the oh, yeah. you mean the team falling apart? Yeah, the team falling apart, yeah. Mm, I think so. Now I I'd, I'd love to be able to say it had something to do with us, but I doubt it. Well, no, I mean I'm not saying that's just ironic, you know. Like every team we play, they're supposed to be, you know, what was up, you know, we kind of shut them up real fast, or at least this past season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for hanging with us so far. Yeah, we're getting close. We're getting close to the end of the show. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit the like button. Go ahead and hit the share button. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Whatever platform you're on, Facebook. YouTube, wherever you are seeing us right now, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe. We are uh, Mr. Fingers and Colin Peter, brother from another. And we appreciate you tuning in to us this evening. We're getting ready to roll into our two minute warning. That segment brought to us, brought to you by 1906 T's. All they do is t shirts. Is that all they do is t shirts? Yes, that's all they do is T-shirts. But guess what? They can make you custom T-shirts. Go visit my man at squareup.com backslash store backslash 1906Ts today. He will square you up. Tell him Mr. Fingers sent you. He and I are high school, uh, old uh, high school buddies. We know each other from uh, from, from the 912. <clears throat> so um, two-minute warning. Not a, not a whole heck of a lot to talk about in a two-minute warning because we pretty much laid it all out. Today. We, lay, we lay it all every time. We go, we go all over the place. But we every everything yeah. we got. Well, you know what? For the two minute warning, I want to slide over to. Uh, let's just slide over to. Rumor has it there's a game being played this Sunday, and uh, there's a couple of uh, a young upstart, young upstart quarterbacks behind the helms of their respective teams. Both of them for SEC alumni. Alumni, I believe, is the proper pronunciation of the word <laughs> alumni. 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 Alumnus, I'm not sure. Yeah, but 
But however the Greek people say it, however the Latin people say it at the end, that's that's <laughs> what it is. It's with the with the S on the end because it's plural. Uh, that being uh, Mr. Matt Stafford, formerly of the Detroit Lions, now of the uh, now of um, uh, zip code nine zero two one zero, Los Angeles Rams, paired up with Cooper Cup and also form other uh, mm-hmm. fellow former dog Sony Michelle in the backfield. And Floyd also, and just a whole cast of the, a whole murderer's row of a defense led by Aaron Donald, Von Miller. Um, and then on the other side, we have the man I like to call the T-1000. Some folks call him Joe. Brrr, what happened to that boy? Some people call him Mr. Smoky Smooth. Some ladies have even taken to calling him Joey B. Uh, I read a story the other day that says that there are a um, – there are some celebrities that have taken note of Mr. Burrow and have uh, been very forthcoming about um, how happy they would be to see him. And that's about as diplomatic as I can put that. Uh, oh, and with the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, I must, I said I'm going to start calling him Mr. In the Club because he got sacked nine <laughs> times. And fi- he Because he got sacked nine times and Fitty got shot nine times. We could change the whole lyric. It'd be like, been hit with a few sacks, but I don't want with a limp. You know what I mean? You feel me? You feel me? Yeah. You can tell. Dude, I've always liked him, dude. I mean, I didn't say I always liked him, but I mean, and, and you know, you could tell he was an awesome quarterback at LSU, but I mean, you could tell the kid's got swagger. He's got, you know, he knows he's good and he is good and he's got the, he's got the uh, moxie of, uh, you know, of a good quarterback. But go ahead on. Finish what you started, man. So we got the Bengals and the Rams playing each other for Super Bowl 56. And rumor has it there's going to be a really, really good uh, hip-hop-style halftime show going on as well. But uh, I want to talk about the game, man. Who you got this weekend? Oh, you know, I got to roll with uh, Stafford. I got to roll with L.A. I got. I want to see him. He, 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 like, he's a great player. You know, he, he stuck it out in Detroit for 13 seasons. And, you know, he, he he had some good players rolling in and out of there. I mean, you had Megatron. You had a couple other people that, that you know, that were in there or whatever. I'm not going to say he didn't have potentially the weapons, but, I mean, he stuck it out, you know, Disastrous season after disastrous season, you know, losing here, losing there, and then he got out to L.A., and he's got some people around him. I mean, I'm not, I'm be honest, he does have some better players, I guess, around him, supporting cast, but, I mean, he's still the same Stafford that we've all you know, all know and love, and he plays his heart out. And yep, nothing all day. Made me happier. Nothing, nothing made me happier to see him get that ring. All day. Now, on the flip side of that coin, I would not be mad if Joe Burrow got a ring because I like him. Although yeah. that would mean that would mean that for the um <clears throat> what for the second time in four years that he beat the dogs. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> if you want to look at it that way, yeah. That's true. Yeah, but it is what it is. I won't be mad if he gets a ring, especially for Bengals no, fans. No. It's been it's been I mean, like I said, like I said, I like Burrow. I mean, I do like Burrow. He's not he is he's got the he's got the swag and you know he's not very and I would say very overzealous, but he he, he is uh He's a good quarterback, and he knows it. So I ain't mad at that. Yeah, uh, I saw a news article. There's a family that's had a bottle of champagne that they bought in 1989 that they brought out, and they said that if the Bengals win, they will pop it open. Now, me personally, I wouldn't necessarily want to drink none of it because I'm pretty sure it would make me sick because alcohol <laughs> is this, Look, champagne is a whole different animal from 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 wine. You know, you take yeah. the wine, you put it in the wine cellar, and you turn the bottle. Champagne is sparkling water. I don't sparkling wine. I don't know about that. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. I'm hoping for a good game. 
Uh, the big the big factor for me is how is Cincinnati's offensive line going to hold up? Because because they've been they've been um, beaten and battered and torn up, uh, especially through the playoffs. So with a couple of weeks of, with a couple of weeks to rest, maybe they might come out a little energized. But I mean, you got come on, man, you got Aaron Donald and Von Miller on the other side. Yeah. We got OBJ. I forget we forgot to mention OBJ. Oh yeah, yeah. He's on there too. Yeah. So. Yeah, did you see that video I posted with him making a one hand catch? Except oh, yeah. he made yeah, I saw that. That was he silly. jumps over a defender who is on his right side, jumps over a defender, throws his right hand out and just palms the ball out of the sky. I didn't even realize yeah. you were doing the same thing at the same time. People think we synchronized <laughs> swimming. What do you guys think when I swimmers? That's the summer Olympics, uh, not the winter Olympics. <laughs> hey, and also the guy uh who was it? Hold on one second. I just I was reading this before. Uh, CJ uh, Uzuma, you know who that is? Oh yeah, CJ Uzuma. He's a uh, what's a tight yeah. end? I think he has a tight end. He he said that if Cincinnati wins, he's gonna do it. He's gonna take a chili bath. He's gonna take a bath in chili. Cincinnati chili. He's gonna take a bath in that stuff. That's what he said. You see my hey. face right now? I see it. I see it. That that's that's the kind of no, no, no. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin be on TV singing about the arms of the angel trying to feed starving dogs, and you bathing in chili? Hey, that's a let me let bad, me reel that in. Bad? No, chili bad. <laughs> let me re- let me reel that in. Ooh, the time from 1982. Chili sauce. Chili sauce. <laughs> I remember that. Then they're doing the bird. He's like da 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 da. Chili sauce. And then they did the dance breakdown. Oh my god! You just oh man! You took me back. You took me back to chip the bird. Oh good lord! How many times <laughs> you guys do that tonight? Oh my god! Have mercy. You know what? I think that's a good place oh. to end it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, we've had a lot of fun being here with you guys tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, this week in SEC football, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you haven't hit the like button, I'm going to ask you again and again until you do it. And then we will say, all I do is win. I had to bring it around. I was trying to do a freestyle and it just it turned it turned out bad. We're going to leave that where that is. Don't forget, y'all, Golden Blue Dude joins us next week on This Week in SEC Football. I'm ready for that one. I'm ready for yeah, that man. one. Me too. Me too. Ready. So if you – if you have if you haven't seen a single episode, this is the one that you need to tune into. This will Absolutely. be the one to get you hooked, and then we'll keep giving you stuff to keep you coming back. So make sure y'all check sure. us out. So I have been Mr. Fingers from Zagnan Central. That guy over there, the sexy mother hubbard, the brother from another. That guy, oh, Colin P. We are OU WT out, and we will see you next week. Go dogs. Go dogs. Subscribe for content and more on your new home for podcasts and independent music on the Zagnet One Radio Network.